Welcome to the Tatum and Pearson podcast, bringing you all the latest news and opinion from the world of Speedway. It's out of the top drawer. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, as always, with our good friends at True Plant. It's just over 24 hours now before the first Grand Prix, and uh, we can't wait for it all to get going out there in Vlotslav. And we'll have a last look at that uh, in a few moments' time. But first of all, um, Nigel, I'd like to take a look at the results from last weekend, mate. Um, Gorishan, um, not the easiest of tracks, but uh, Zagar, Bernson and Kasperzak. What are your thoughts on those qualifiers? I I have to say that um, I had a hunch about KK, you know, Kel, because I just feel that on his day, he can be unstoppable. And, uh, and he reeled off four straight wins. Yeah. So I wasn't particularly um, surprised by that. And you've got to remember, it's only a few years ago that he was world number two. So yeah. although he's an up and down character, KK, on his day, he is a terrific rider. Now, I don't know what we're going to get from him next season. He's a type of rider that can be on it one week and then the next Grand Prix he can be having a nightmare. So, Yeah, I, can, I, remember, I can remember a few years ago, he went to Bidgosh and scored nothing. Yeah. <laughs> which is and quite the, staggering for a world-class rider of his ability. It was just I, yeah. it was just completely, almost like a mental breakdown, almost like a meltdown. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely, yeah. And there are some British clubs that don't speak too highly of KK because of what happened when he was with them. But uh, there are other clubs who, who absolutely love him. But that's all in the past now for KK. He's a Grand Prix rider again. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not absolutely stunned by it. I'm not majorly surprised. Similarly with Matty Zagar. Quality rider, knows the Gorishan track, won there before. Uh, no major surprise. But for Oliver Burnson, I'm delighted because it means that we've got Robert Lambert and Oliver Burnson in next season's Grand Prix. And I'm all for younger, fresh-faced riders coming in now. I'm all for riders that we haven't seen before. I know we have with Robert um, replacing Greg last year, but I find it exciting, Kel, that two aspects of the Grand Prix next season will be Oliver Burnson, the new Swedish sensation, and the new British sensation, Robert Lambert. Bring it on, I say. I'm delighted. Yeah, I was going to pick up on that point because I, I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying, that we need fresh blood and we want some new characters in there to get excited about. Um, I'm a little disappointed from the, from the qualifiers, if I'm being brutally honest. Uh, it's a, it, you know, KK and Zagar are more than capable. No question about it. You know, Zagar. I know. I know what you're thinking, though, Kelv. You're thinking same old, same old, aren't you? Yes, I am. And I think that Zagar has now managed to secure his career in the Grand Prix via the Challenge twice now. Um, yeah. And I think it's only going to be more difficult for him to secure his future. If he had had to have secured his future in the Grand Prix in the top six this year in the eight round series, uh, yeah. would he have done that? Um, not sure. Uh, Kasper Zak, the same. They're both in their 30s, well into their 30s. They've been in and around the Grand Prix series for some time. I wonder whether their best days are behind them, whether I think on the alternative, the flip side of that is Oliver Burnson. I suggest the best days are ahead of him, as with mm. Robert Lambert. I think Lambert winning the European Championship is an outstanding achievement and um, being rewarded with a Grand Prix slot is absolutely right. I think that's absolutely right. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure those, Zagar particularly, he's going into the Grand Prix series on Friday, tomorrow. And I think that, you know, the pressure's really off him, isn't it? Because he's in next year, you know. 
that that added pressure of six round, a six, only six riders guaranteed, you know, not being, um, you know, uh, having to get off to a good start. In some ways, it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to that. I think. Yeah, it's 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 really just a, a quirk of fate because of the rescheduled calendar now. Mm. But before we race one round this year, Zagar is already secure for next year. It's it's a quirk of fate because of the reschedule, of course. But um, it'd be interesting to see what his motivation is like. I mean, we know on his day, Mate is capable of winning Grand Prix meetings. We know yeah. that. Proven Grand Prix winner. He's, he's a proven watch. Grand Prix winner. Yes. And, uh, on his day... You know, he's great to watch, and um, and we know what he can do. I mean, Friday night now, it's going to be his 108th Grand Prix of his career, um, and he's got five wins under his belt. You can, hang on a minute, see that? You can tell I'm looking at a piece of paper, yeah. can't you? Um, Is that so, a bit uh, like when you score you know, 24 points in a Grand Prix, Nigel? Yeah, look, <laughs> people wouldn't let me rest about that. It was a mathematical <laughs> error. It was a mathematical <laughs> error in last week's podcast. And there are certain Seven people rides, who they know who they three, are. They know who they are who listen to the podcast. That all adds up to 24. Yes. Yeah, okay. And there was a, and there was and there was a certain accountant, <laughs> a, a certain bean counter who took great pleasure in saying great maths on the podcast <laughs> night. Now listen, listen. Mentioning this no names. James Bevin, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jimmy B. Thanks for the message, pal. I'll never forget it. I know who my mates That's are. Right. That's when your back's against the wall, mate. That's when you find out when your mates are. Don't you worry about that. Well, he's not one of hey. them, is he? He's not. No, quite clearly not. Sorry, he's... he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it will be. Um, there's still 21 points, I think, you can secure. Uh, as a, Well, no, no, not now, is it? It's 20. So um, think about think it, Cal. About think it. about it. Jumping with both feet just did. You'll have yeah, accountants Jay, on yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'll be reminding me. No, it's one less, actually, this year. I think you'll find that it's <laughs> 20, not 21. Um, so lots to look forward to. Stick to the commentary. Stick to the commentary and stay exactly. away from the maths. That's my uh, my remit, for sure. So, Burnson, I'm, I'm excited about Oliver Burnson. Um, he's not young, young, but um, he's certainly a fresh face for the Swedes, and they, de they desperately need one. There's a story in itself. Yeah. We could do a podcast on why there are no new generation of Swedes coming through. But the fact is, Oliver Burnson is um, in, and I'm sure he's delighted. Seems a good kid. Don't know him. Don't know if you do, but the fact yeah. is, is uh, I'm sure he'll um, do his very best next season. KK and Zago, well, they know what it's all about. So um, I just think, from Poland's point of view, they've got so, so much young talent. I, I find it a little disappointing you know, this is no disrespect. He's done it by right. He's turned up. He's done the business. Fair play to him. But they have got a lot of good talent coming up. And I maybe was looking maybe to see one of those in. But there we are. Hey, well, listen as well, Kelv. One thing, I, one thing I'm pleased about as well. And again, I don't miss, mean this with any disrespect to anybody. But I do believe we're in danger of Polish domination of world yeah. speedway. The fact that Oliver Burnson is a Swede is good for the series. And I don't mean that with any anti-Polish feelings no, or anything no, no, like no, that. No, you know, no, you can't have half the field Polish. I mean, it would just become boring. I love I loved Poland. I love the places we go. I love the people. I've got great Polish friends. But, 
you, you get you get my gist. Well, the, the point I'm trying to you make. You don't want it to become the national championship. Of no, we want a cosmopolitan yeah. field. We want different countries being represented. So it's yeah. good that we've got a new young Swede and a new young British rider coming into this series because inevitably, inevitably, somewhere along the line, there's going to be new young Polish riders that are going to be knocking on the door with a very very firm case. To, to be to become Grand Prix riders, inevitably. Yes, that's, that's that's absolutely true. So, I think that's a, a fair reflection on on the top three that have made it through. For the ones that missed out, I think um, quite clearly Grigory Laguta was one that I fancy would get through. Um, I was I sort of was a little bit torn about uh, Laguta, Grigory Laguta, because he'd never actually done the qualifiers before. He was nominated by his his um, uh, his governing body. Um, he was given an opportunity to become a fully fledged Grand Prix rider and missed out. And yeah. I was a little surprised by that. I thought he might, he might just do the business. Yeah, I, I, I thought he might have been one to watch more so than, than he was. Um, feel sorry for Adam Ellis as well. I always thought it would be maybe a step too far for Adam um, because you know I don't think he's quite that at level, quite at that level yet. But no. uh, but then of course. But then, of course, we have a scenario where, where he gets wiped out and Tutti Bruni's back and he's out for the rest of the year. So, you know, I feel sorry for Adam. I think his time will come. I do believe he. I do believe we've got a situation where, you know, um, he will improve. He will use it to his benefit. And I hope we see Adam Ellis knocking on the Grand Prix door in the not-too-distant. Yeah, I like, I like him. He's a decent lad. And uh, we both know him because we see him around the British scene, of course. Uh, grew up in France. Um, he's polite, he's well turned out he had a bad habit of rolling at the start so I think he's trying to work that out um, because that's only that, that will become a problem a major problem Well, because... well, in, and inevitably Kelv, inevitably mate you do become a watched man by referees, I don't care what anybody said or anybody says James Sargent is a prime example, we didn't pick on him in Sky Commentaries, James Sargent we pointed out facts that James Sargent, Adam Ellis are the types of riders where jumping the start is a fundamental Achilles heel in their game plan. And they have to eradicate it. It has to be, it has to disappear. And I'm pleased to see that Adam is working on that. But when we've called it, we've only spoken honestly. Yeah. And, and, and saying that referees are, are victimising certain riders by pulling back starts when they don't need to, it's utter nonsense. Look at the facts. And that is an Achilles heel as part of some rider's game plan. And they have to work on that to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, it's an interesting subject because there's no doubt that um, I got criticism, probably yourself, that over that when we mentioned it. And I think there were riders uh, and people that were have been around the sport for a long time sort of criticising. But the fact of the matter is, I think that you, you're only actually, you're not actually agreeing with the regulation. You're just actually pointing out the fact that that as a rider, you can't do that anymore. Whether you like you it can't or not, do that. You, and, you, and you're, you, you, if you want to anticipate the star, those days are over. Well, I know as well, Kelv, that referees stick it stick together. In certain, there are certain cliques of referees, particularly in Britain. There are certain cliques of on a WhatsApp group, message group, or they all meet for a party. And there are certain cliques, certain groups of referees that get on well together. And they talk about riders. They talk about... And, and if you're trying to protect a rider when he's actually blatantly jumping the start because he's too nervous, doesn't back himself to have the ability to beat a rider fairly and squarely, 
if you're actually backing that rider as his coach, his mentor, or his manager, you let him down. And I'm, I know Roscoe has worked with, he's talked to Adam Ellis. Roscoe has had a chat with him and, and it is improving. And I'm delighted to see that because one thing that Roscoe does do is he, he does talk to his riders. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure Adam Ellis has listened and, you know, he's, he's, Roscoe's been realistic about it. Yeah, well, I tell you what, Adam Ellis has got a lot of potential. I think that if he can eradicate that bad habit and turn that around, that will be to his benefit. And I would agree. I think that if he can keep his head down, stay injury-free, um, then the, who knows? And an opportunity isn't mm. too far away. and He could make yeah. it um, in the future. But, um, yeah, you're right. It probably was a little bit too much to ask this time around. I think Mikkel Mickelson... And I wish him well, and I hope he, I hope, I hope he gets well soon. Yeah, though, yeah, tough, he's great, tough, you know, talent. really tough injury, so he's absolutely yeah. right. He's young, he's young. And, yeah, and, great talent, smashing yeah, kids, yeah. like him a lot. Yeah. Um, hope he's going to be successful in the years ahead, and I wish him well. I'm sure he will be. Mikkel Mickelson's one that, again, given the opportunity, didn't quite nail it. Um, he's in, though, as a consequence of Smolensky missing out with his hip injury, but... Um, I thought, again, looking at Gorishan, I, I fancied that Mickelson maybe wanted to make a statement because he would have been frustrated at being uh, left out for Antonio Lindback, who, uh, for those who have forgotten, finished 12th last year, but was given a wild card, which was quite a shock, certainly to me. I was, I was surprised, yeah. Um, so as the winner of the European Championship, to be overlooked for somebody who finished 12th in the Grand Prix series, um, that seemed an odd one. Uh, and I just mm. thought maybe he might want to make a real statement there to say, look, you know, um, you got it wrong there, but it wasn't to be. As it turns out, he's had a touch of good fortune at, at, the, at the expense of somebody who's had some misfortune. And that quite often is the way it works in sport, which is cruel, but it's, it's a fact of yeah. life. You know, it's unfortunate for Martin to have got injured uh, while practicing in Germany, but... Um, I think he's on the mend, but clearly not fit to take his place in the Grand Prix. But for Mikkel Mickelson, who I will say has made great progress in recent years, Nigel, he's somebody he has. somebody we saw in the UK. Mm, the jury was out, and I think I'm being kind. Yeah, the jury was out. I knew it. I, I I thought he had talent at Eastbourne and Leicester. I could see he'd got something. He could offer something, um, and he's just clicked in recent years. It's just. Progressed nicely, winning the European Championship. Clearly didn't do himself justice in Croatia. But we'll be interested to see how he gets on this weekend in the Grand Prix. And, hey, listen, why not have another young rider, a da young Danish rider in the Grand Prix series? That'd be a young Dane, a new, uh, a new young Swede and a new young Brit. You know, I love it. Bring it yeah, on. Yeah, I yeah, it's yeah. great. And, I, I, and as I say, I think he's mentally he's improved dramatically. I think he's had some work there. He's had some help and it looks like he's going in the right way. Anybody else from the field in Gorishan that you sort of felt that may have had a chance that didn't? Anybody there in that lineup? You, you sort of think, yeah, probably underperformed? I think, uh, I just think Laguta and Mikkelsen, you hit the nail on the head there. Max Frick, only eight points for Max, mm. uh, is a Grand Prix rider this mm. year. You know, I, I, I wasn't totally surprised with Max because he hasn't been, he's been, in, he's been inconsistent in the Polish league. Yeah. He's, He's not the real deal yet. I, I, I wasn't sure that giving up British Speedway was the right thing for Max to do because, 
you know, he, he could have a he could have a poor Grand Prix weekend and then come back to Bellevue on a Monday and, and rip through a maximum. Yeah. You know? uh, so I wasn't sure that it was the right time for Max to do that, albeit you know it's been taken out of our hands now, taken out of his hands. Mm. But he's not the real deal yet. He's still got a bit to go. Um, he looks good though. So I wasn't. Time. I wasn't totally. Sorry, no, he looks really good, doesn't he? At times, he looks fabulous know, rider. To you know, when we watch him at, um, he's made a final. Of course, he has made one Grand Prix final. Um, yes, and he's got the talent. He's got the potential to do it. Just that, that consistency, and I think it's upstairs. I think it's upstairs in his mind where he maybe just needs to be a bit tougher. I, I fear a little bit for him in uh, the next five weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I hope he can do himself justice, particularly this weekend. He's a Vrotswav rider and he needs to get off to a decent start. But you're right. Um, some of the guys that have just focused on Polish League this year, uh, some of them have found it tough. And I would suggest that he mentally has found that pressure of riding in that league without the opportunity until very recently in Sweden to actually go to a slightly easier league to get points mm. to boost his confidence yeah. coming back to the real test. I think that, that is something that one or two may have, have missed, I think. Well, let's be honest, Calv. Let's be honest, mate. It's only the money in Poland that is enabling riders to make decisions like this. If the money wasn't there, then, you know, he'd have to be riding in, in, in the UK to make his racing sustainable and viable. Yeah. So... It's a, it's a delicate balancing act. You have to do what is right for you. Yeah. And what's right for Jason Doyle, riding in every league, in every opportunity he possibly can, clearly Max Frick felt it wasn't right for him. I'm not criticising him. No. I'm just saying every rider's different. And we have to now look at, at what, people, what riders believe is right for them. I just don't think that Max Frick is at the stage of his career yet to go round making decisions to, to throw British Speedway in the bin. I think I think it would have been good for him to carry on at Bellevue for for one more season, perhaps. And uh, mm. yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be a tough old schedule for him. He's going to have the Rotslav fans watching him on Friday and Saturday night. You know, he's a home rider. It's going to be tough for him. I hope he does well because I like him. He's a terrific rider. You know, he's, he's my my son Liam, who's only eleven. He um you know he he got um, uh, a Max Frick uh, badge from the Bellevue Track Shop last year. That's how much he loves him. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, he's a crowd pleaser. And, and I hope we haven't lost him from British Speedway for good. No, that's fingers crossed. Um, and who knows if he, he might reflect on this year and sort of figure out that maybe that decision was a little early for him. But um, nonetheless, a rider that's got lots of ability. And I'm sure that in time we will see the very best from him um, because he is an exciting rider to look at. Um, so Gorishan is done and dusted. Uh, we've got four qualifiers already, which is as because of the pandemic, it is the first time that's ever happened. I think Robert Lambert, it's fantastic he's in. And we've got the other three from last weekend. So we go into uh, Friday, um, all things being even. Um, one or two guys sort of finding some form later on. Um, there's been some guys that through the extra league have been pretty solid. But I just sense that with the um, Jason Doyle, you mentioned him just a moment ago, Nigel. Doily, I fancy, has, has benefited from riding in Sweden a bit because uh, he, he well, hasn't yeah, always been in in Poland. Yeah, yeah. He's got busier and he scored 14 points in Sweden on Tuesday night. So, that's good. Um, I do believe that Bartosz Marslik has timed his form to perfection. Yeah. You know, Bartosz is scoring maximums, big scores everywhere in Poland and Sweden. 
Doily has come good, which is great. Um, and, I, and I do feel that both Bartosz and Doily will be up there uh, over the next few weeks. Like I said last week with Ty and Nat, you know, the, the dynamic is different now. You can't afford to make a slow start this weekend. You make a slow start this weekend, and your title hopes could be gone and done and dusted before, before almost before you've even got started and into the tournament, Kel. So, mm. you know, it's a big weekend, huge weekend. Bartosz will be there. Doyle's in form, you know, and 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 I'm I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that Wuffy can can do something good. Um, he's we spoke to him last week, as as you know, and he seemed pretty relaxed about it all. Um, and I'd like to think that he can have a good round in uh, a good two rounds in Rotslav and get get a flying start to the series. Yeah, I agree with that. He uh, prior to the injury last year, there were a couple of Grand Prix, and he didn't really, as world champion, get off to a very good start. If 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 we want to be uh, truthful about it, the stats will back that up. He didn't score that many points, so he'll be more than aware of that. He's worked hard. He's in great shape. Um, he's injury free. He hasn't been spectacular in the extra league. He's been solid rather than spectacular. But he's mm. the sort of guy that knows what it takes, and he has the ability to raise his game. Um, he doesn't to pick to me to be a favourite, but maybe he's happy with that. Maybe he's just happy with that being a little bit more low profile. You you brought it up before. You know you've sensed because you've worked with him on the media side. He isn't being quite as outspoken in the last year or so. And maybe this strategy is just taking the pressure off himself a wee bit. He's, he's got his family with him as well, of course. And I know how much he's adoring having Faye and the kids with him. Um, and, and in many ways, it's a distraction. I remember Jason, of course, uh, I think he took his family to every Grand Prix, everywhere he went with the, 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 uh, the Crump family were there. Yes. Um, so quite clearly, Ty is, is loving having Faye and the kids there with him and he's spending as much time as he can with them as well as training, working on the bikes, working on his fitness and staying away from the... He's not as outspoken as he used to. I mean, I've, I've written press releases for Ty and I've thought, oh, do you really want to say that? <laughs> but I, think, I, I just think he's wised up a little bit more. He's grown up. He's a mature fella now. Yeah. He's turned 30. Yeah. And... Maybe he's putting the experience of the last 10 years in the Grand Prix to good effect. Well, yeah, I, I hope so. I, I haven't tipped him. I've tipped uh, Emil Saifutinov. I fancy the Russian, but I'd like to think that I didn't want to put the commentator's curse on him in some respects. But nothing would give me more pleasure than if uh, Wuffenden were to go and win his fourth World Championship. I'm sure we would all concur to that. There's no doubt about that. But... It is going to be really tight because there is a there is a good strong handful of riders here, world class riders that all look like they're going pretty good. You've got Schmarzer, you've got Saifutinov, you've got Doyle, you've got Wuffenden. I think Dudek's found some points recently. Um, yes, you know, Martin Vashnik's been hitting some numbers in Poland. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, selling, you're selving it to me, Kelv. You're selling it. Come I'm on. telling you, this this is going to be a mental strength game because these guys know they've been kicking the points in and scoring goals for their teams in the extra league over the last three months. And now, when the tapes go up on Friday night, I just sense that there's going to be some confident boys rushing into that first corner. I, I, I just feel, I just feel, in some ways waiting for it and looking at the form of these guys, building up to it over these, since June, when they started racing in Poland. In some ways, it's given it an extra edge to, for me. Yes, I, th I think it's fantastic. And listen, just listening to you talking like you are now, I just can't wait. When we were in lockdown, Kelv, 
I had some days where I thought, are we going to see any speedway this season at all? Yeah. Are we going to, are we going to work on 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 the Grand Prix on on the World Feed for BSI and BT Sport? Are we going to be doing that at all? Now we are. I am absolutely delighted. And also, just just a way, just a side sideline to that. Very very quickly, Kelv. Um, you know I love taking Liam to sporting events wherever I possibly can. Yes. He's only eleven. Yes. Do you know what? After after the Premier League darts in Milton Keynes that I've been at this week, after the Grand Prix in Rotslav over two nights, I'm off to Sunny Scunny on Monday, and I'm going to take my boy on Bank Holiday Monday to watch Scunthorpe versus Leicester National League Challenge match, and I'm going to watch some live Speedway with my boy. Oh. And I can't wait. I love Speedway at every level, Kelv. That's fantastic. I'm sure it'll be a slight adjustment to what you would have commentated on on Friday. Michael, Michael Van Gerwen, Michael Van Gerwen, and um, and Emil and, and Bartosz Marslick to uh, Ryan Kinsley, Wayne Carter, <laughs> and Connor Mountain and the boys. Uh-huh. I respect every speedway rider, yeah. and I'm looking forward to going to Scunny on Monday. Uh-huh. I think there are limited tickets still available. A restricted crowd is allowed because it's regarded as a grassroots sport, similar to non-league football so oh that's uh, that's great yeah oh i'm sure you'll have a smashing time and particularly liam it'd be great for him to be back at the tracks well absolutely because all summer holiday he goes back to school next week and he goes up to high school actually so it's a big week for us next sure yeah um you know it's a massive moment and all all through the summer holidays and lockdown and all the rest of it he's just an addict on the ps4 on the switch on his mobile phone i want him in the fresh air on monday with a program Remembering how to fill out three, two, one, nor and five, one, or four, two, or three, all add up riders' totals. I want him doing that on Monday, and I want him enjoying the sound, the smell, and 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 the the, the thrills of live speedway. Kelf, we, we need it. We do, and we miss it dearly. And it's um, it will be happy days when it returns next year. Fingers crossed. Um, Nigel, it's been this is a, a little shorter and sweeter than the previous podcast we've done because we have previewed the Grand Prix. I'd just like to say that. Um, they've been fantastic fun over the lockdown period. We want to continue. We're not quite sure, but we want to continue doing them. They've been terrific fun to do. I think the World Championship, as we've uh, clearly said, is exciting and it's just around the corner from us. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be thick and fast. The action is going to come out as thick and fast. And I, I sincerely hope that we get royally entertained over the next five Absolutely. Need to mention BT Sport in the UK, Friday and Saturday, 6 o'clock. We might be 5.30 for the first one, haven't it? Um, with build-up from that. Yeah, Clerkmeister said that it was 5.30. 5.30 Friday, mm. 6 o'clock Saturday. And an added bonus, get on the Speedway Grand Prix YouTube and Facebook accounts and watch Talking Dirt, powered by Monster Energy, with me, him, Scotty Nichols, Ty Woffenden, Darcy Ward, Greg Hancock. It's all happening for half an hour. <laughs> Saturday. Is it six o'clock UK? I think it might be, actually. I, there's, uh, yeah. There's all, all no, five, five o'clock. Five, five o'clock UK. Five o'clock UK on Saturday on the YouTube and the Facebook of Speedway GP. Yeah. Uh, talking Dirt, powered by Monster Energy. Let's get it on. Looking forward to it. Can't wait, Nigel.